Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Well, 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 here we are, Brownie, episode 14 of the Matter of Faction podcast. We're coming to you direct from the Handshake Media Network, where you can find all sorts of other podcasts as well, all to do with music and media. Yeah. So... Here we are, we're at episode 14, and we've got a ton of stuff to talk about. Uh, before we get into the episode, we need to address something that we brought up in the last podcast episode. A little bet. A little wager. That price man here, made with the brown one. That'd be me. And it looks like we're both getting black tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Locations on body, TBC. We, we were really confident going into this, because if you did listen to the last episode, you would have heard that we had a bet for what song Architects would open their show with in Brisbane, not knowing previously what they had opened with in Adelaide. So, And you guessed Seventh Circle, yeah. and I guessed Gravity. What did they actually open with, Brownie? Death is not defeat. Well, but, but... Uh. They have not been playing Gravity in shows for a couple, a couple of months now, like solidly. And did they play it this time, Brownie? They played Gravity. They did not play The Seventh Circle. So. Because it was popular here. Correct. Which you have the information yeah, on. Yeah, that's so, right. So in coming weeks, we might do an episode down at Tattoo Parlor. We'll, we'll reach out to a couple of Does people. Does any, any tattoo people in uh, the <laughs> local area want to uh, tattoo us for a little bit of... Uh... We'll do the show from your tattoo parlor. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly do that. But stay tuned in the coming weeks. As you said, location TBC, we're not going to reveal that. And we're not going <laughs> to allow the other person to pick it because... Oh, no, that's dangerous. I will ruin your life, Pricey. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, you will. Uh, talking about things on the opposite end of the spectrum, um, enhancing life, Ebony's got the heavy news. Take it away. Thanks, guys. Good news for While She Sleeps fans, Loz is back in the band. He left for personal reasons and we don't have a lot of information about why, but his first show back with the band will be end of August in Russia. Huge news from The Butterfly Effect. They've given us a new song called Unbroken and a beer. The beer is available from Green Beacon Brewing Co. in Brisbane. It's just around the corner from the Trifford and their tour kicks off in Adelaide on Friday as well. Yumi at Six have released a new song called What's It Like? And almost no one likes it. It's nothing like what they're known for and it's a bit too experimental. It sounds a lot like 21 Pilots and maybe influenced a bit by their mates from Bring Me the Horizon. We say, just give us more stuff like Sinners Never Sleep. Thanks. Speaking of iffy experimentations, Paris also have a new song called Hallucinations and they've also gone from rock to some sort of synth pop. They have supported bands like the Amity Affliction in the past, but now with this song, you wouldn't be too far removed from catching them with Halsey or Billie Eilish. And Gravemind have been added to the August Burns Red Tour. They're joining Alpha Wolf, and all of this has come off the back of their album Conduit, which debuted at 30 on the ARIA charts. Lastly, Void of Vision have released a cover of Slipknot's Psychosocial, which has people absolutely frothing. It also features Marcus Bridge of North Lane, Sean Harmanis of Make Them Suffer, and Ryan Sue of Polaris. Too easy. Stay heavy. Thanks so much, Ebony. Um, it's no secret, we love corn. Yeah. Both the band and the vegetable kind. Absolutely. Um, they're taking the promotion for their new album, The Nothing, to the next level. They're going into the cyber universe. This is fantastic. They're going to be appearing in a new video game, so essentially you get to... Adventure Quest 3D. 
it, I have no idea what the game's about. Neither, but I'm oh. going to download it. I'm going to I'm going to watch this. So it's is it essentially like World of Warcraft? Because I've seen some of the pictures and it looks kind I'm of like guessing so. Me- not medieval, but you know what I mean, like that yeah. kind of adventurey kind of stuff. Yeah, it seems like an online RPG uh role-playing game uh and it seems to me like it's going to be a similar experience to when some like a DJ like Marshmallow played in Fortnite. Correct. All right. Yeah. So, so yeah. From what I gather happened with that one was anyone who has happened to be playing in the server or any of the servers around the world at that time when the concert was about to start, everyone got teleported to the location uh, of the concert. Is that how that worked? All right. Yep. And all weapons were removed. So like you can jump around and you can talk to people and, and walk around and all of that and sort of you- stuff. But you can't just like... User kill everyone standing watching the. It was all part of an experience as opposed that's right. to like an in-game kind of thing. That's it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you like you're re- you're removed from the game, and then when the concert's over, you're dropped back at the location that you were. Perfect. All Th- right. Yeah. That's my guess at what yeah. is going to be happening. Look, I should have asked my brother because he plays Fortnite religiously, and he was there when that was happening. Yeah. He told me to come and watch it, and I was like, mm, Yeah, DJ, tell me when a metal whatever. band comes along. Yeah. yeah. So now they have, and here you are. You have the opportunity to do this. So we'll have to jump on that. It hasn't been revealed if there's going to be any snippets of songs or new well, songs or anything. Not at this point. So by the time this airs, though, it will have happened earlier this morning. Ah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to report on it on socials. Um, I, I'm guessing you will as well. Absolutely, while yeah. it's live. Um, so it should have happened somewhere between 7 and 10 a.m. this morning. Uh, as you listen to this. So uh, comment, um, you know, in the, the comments below when we post this and let us know, were you there? Did you actually witness Korn's brand new song? Because that's the point of it. They're premiering a brand new song uh, of course. from their new All album. Right, yeah. um, and I, I'm guessing probably playing, you know, the, the last two singles they've released as well. So I, I'm really excited. I think that I, like, we've talked about this in previous podcasts, man. Yep. I think we're going to start to see this way more often. And it, it is a free game. Which okay, is really it is cool. good, yep, yep. Yeah, so, you know, it is accessible to all as long as you've got the specs on your computer, I guess. Oh, great, okay. I'm going to have to update that. <laughs> Commodore 64 I've got at home. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Corn's looking good and new music on the way for them, which we are frothing about. Something else that we are absolutely frothing, like with a capital F and like two R's, frothing Good Things Festival 2019. We had an absolute ball at that festival last year, Brownie. Didn't we? Didn't we? We got to interview a ton of bands. We managed to not only interview bands, but then go back into the arena and see a bunch of bands as well. It was a really well set up festival. It was all ages. So, uh, sorry, 15 plus. Correct, yeah. 15 plus. Unless you're in Sydney. Sorry, Sydney. I mean, that's all your, you know, your your government's sorting that out. Uh, But the good news is it's back. We knew it was coming back. We didn't know when it was going to be back. So December 6th in Melbourne, December 7th in Sydney at the new location of Centennial Park and December 8th, a Sunday in Brisbane. It just harks back at, remember Big Day Out? Yeah. That was always on a Sunday on the Gold Coast in Queensland. It reminds me a lot of that, which for some people it can be an issue, but if you work in music or if you have like a good job with a good boss, you don't have to worry about the Monday. You're fine. Are you your own boss, Brownie? I am my boss. I am I'm my own boss as well. And so put in the request now to have the, the time off and hopefully you might get it. Approved. Uh, so yeah, that's 
the biggest news festival wise like all yeah. of the music festivals at the moment everyone doesn't matter where you look um shout out to adam who's been commenting on the faction radios um comments uh, about the socials the, about music festival saying he wants to know when unify is getting announced like we know nothing this is the first bit of information about the very first music festival in festival season. so in that season yeah correct yeah that we're finding out about so no word on the lineup or anything like that no word on unify no word on download this is our uh, this is our first feed. little shred yeah. of info that we got out there can i also say though like for, for all the people commenting and kind of getting impatient with that like can you just take it down a notch a little? We love you and we love your enthusiasm, but it takes time to curate a great lineup. And, yeah, that's and right. It, and it and there's there's a lot of craft and a lot of effort and a lot of love that gets put into these festivals. So getting a little shirty with them about you know oh, feeling that, like it yeah. might be a little bit late for them to announce. Like, yep, it's coming, guys. Here's the thing that I've noticed, like because of the people, I'm seeing these comments as well too popping up and. When you go back in your Facebook memories, there's a lot of around this time that people were sharing stuff for Soundwave, which happened in January. So when you take that into consideration, we've got at least another month or so under our belts before we need to start seeing these festival lineups drop and so people can make those plans and all that. And I guess that's where a lot of people are coming from. You know, they want to get the time off work. They want to make sure they get their annual leave in. I get that, but there's months. There's months to come yet. Yeah. And I mean, with something like Unify, you can probably predict roughly the the weekend it's going to be in january yep dates are already out for that as well too so you can already there plan. you go there's that it just all comes you know to, the location you know what kind of bands are going to be on there as well you know if if that's your kind of style and if it's not your style and you want something that is a bit more heavier heavy metaler metalier then download would be for you probably obviously. your your yeah cup of tea yeah that's absolutely. the thing that i love right now in australia we, we've gone from having just the, the one monopoly like music festival which was Soundwave, Soundwave in heavy world yeah that yeah. catered to all of our needs and now we've got three different ones that all catered to something at the larger different. end yeah. of town yeah like you've got you've got your mixed bag of lollies i'm gonna Explain music festivals like lollies, right? Well, got, here we go. You got your mix bag, your party mix. That's, so that's good, that's good things. Good right? things festival. Okay, yeah. Yep. So you're gonna get a bit of punk. You're gonna get a bit of hardcore, a bit of metal. You know. You're gonna get stuff also that's probably gonna to appeal to the all ages crowd or the 15 plus crowd. Correct. So, yep. You know, last year we had um, Tonight Live was there. Play Royale. Water Parks. Yeah. So you've got. Uh, was it Yellow Wolf? Yellow Wolf. No, no. no Young... Scar Lord. That's it. Scar Lord. Yeah. So there was a bit of genre crossing happening in there. Yep. And then you look at the the Unify Festival. The Unify Festival is like your clinkers. So like. You, okay. You know clinkers? Oh, no, I know. Yeah, I love good. clinkers. They, they, but they um, pop in your mouth and it, oh. it's like eclectic taste of something that makes you go, ooh. I, and each of them are, there's a bunch of them in different flavors in there. You, you, That's right. Not exactly, quite sure yeah. what you're going to get. It's same, same, but different if you understand what I mean by that. I think I'm, I think I'm getting on board with the analogy, but okay. Yeah, okay. That right. wouldn't have been where I would have went with it, yeah. but. I'm here with you. And and for and for Download Festival, okay, I didn't think this one through enough, but let's go with something like um, like someone who's mixed Skittles and M&Ms together. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like you, you reach in and you're like, oh, that's good, but also I wasn't expecting that, but... What a what a combination! Yeah, <laughs> you what you've got a skittle and an M and M at the same yeah. time. If you if you've ever been to one of those parties, where yeah, someone does that, okay, it's, it tastes alright. It's different, different. I'm kind of of the mind where it's like for the uh, yeah okay, ticket prices are getting up there and what have you, but 
regardless of the price, I mean, as long as it's not, we're not talking like a $500 ticket. Yeah. Even if, you know, there's five bands on the bill you don't actually like, I guarantee you there'll be enough on that day that you'll find your value for money. Yeah. You can avoid those five bands on the lineup and go and see something else and even take a punt on seeing something else and chances are you'll find something rad. That's exactly so the situation that people need to do. Yeah, like, even if there's a couple of bands on there you don't like, take a punt. Pay the ticket, go and see the bands and I guarantee you, you'll come away finding a bunch of bands you really love. This guy is Australian, probably one of the most wanted people in Australian music right now, heavy music to say the least. So it is our absolute pleasure to welcome David Dilla, Hot Property, to the Matter of Faction podcast. <laughs> How are you both going? You doing well? Very, very well. It's good to chat with you. Uh, you're a busy, busy guy, man. You're across two bands. You're doing guesties on uh, other people's tracks. And, you know, you're about to head up to Big Sound as well. And... Uh, you're a vocal coach as well, so you know you've yeah. got you, you've got your time all all uh, locked away. You've got a, a busy schedule. <laughs> yeah, I got a tight routine, that's for sure. Yeah, it keeps, helps to keep me level and keep me uh, in check. But yeah, uh, it gets a little bit hectic sometimes, but it's pretty rewarding as well. So. Well, let's take a look at what you're doing. Essentially, like what we've known from you in the past is you've been with Bellhaven. You put the album out, did like a touring cycle. The band kind of took like a little bit of a break during that point, And then that's where sort of Wither mm. came about from the, the shadows. Nowadays, like everything is happening at the same time. Bellhaven put out Forget Me, the single. Wither put out Use Me just recently. So like how are you finding the time to jump between the two bands? <laughs> Yeah, it, it does get pretty uh, full on sometimes. Uh, at the moment, it's pretty, definitely very hectic. Both bands are, are writing music at the moment. So trying to, you know, one night I'm writing for, you know, I'm writing a, a Bellhaven track and then the next night I'm working on a new Wither track and trying to jump between those two mindsets because whilst they're, you know, in a similar vicinity, um, you know, Wither is a lot more irrational and a lot more erratic and a lot more um, hateful and aggressive. So I've got to, I've got to be able to jump across on those two mindsets. And I find that is probably the biggest challenge I'm facing at the moment in terms of juggling the two bands. Right now, for the rest of the year, I'm pretty much just bouncing between doing Bellhaven and Wither stuff, and it seems to line up pretty well. So nice. fingers crossed, touch wood, you know, don't want to jinx it. Interestingly, what, what you just described there about having to have two different mindsets that describe those two bands that you're in, it leads perfectly into, I think, what Brownie wants to go into here. Well, my, my assumption is because let's take a look at these two entities or two personalities. You got David from Bellhaven, who is like an upbeat, chirpy kind of person. And then you look at David from Wither and it's just like a really dark, mysterious kind of person. What would each David think of the opposite band? So like David from Bellhaven, what would he think of Wither? And what would David from Wither think of Bellhaven? <laughs> um, good question. Well, firstly, believe it or not, they're actually both the same person. I know it's oh, crazy. <laughs> wow. Since when? But, <laughs> but you know, the, the way that I uh, angle my mentality when I'm, when I'm working on, you know, Bellhaven material or, or what have you, I guess it's pretty self-deprecating and I guess that's probably the best way to put it and, and feeling very, like, uh, it really depends on the song that I'm writing, I suppose. But how would Bellhaven David look at Wither David, I suppose? Man, maybe uh, potentially with a bit of fear and a bit of um, probably feel a little bit intimidated 
you know, bearing in mind and trying to capture that sort of like Jekyll Hyde sort of vibe between the two bands. So, I mean, I guess the question is, you know, how does Jekyll feel about Hyde and, and vice versa, you know, like um, there's, there's a lot of fear and then there's a lot of impatience, um, you know, and uh, Wither David, it's <laughs> a bizarre question to answer, but I suppose Wither David would probably look across at Dalhaven David and consider him to be pretty weak, which is tying into what I was saying before, you know, funnily enough, they're both the same person and um, they are two mindsets that I often uh, find myself in. But, um, and when I, when I am feeling, you know, that, that irrationality and, and that like intense anger and, and frustration that I feel in my lonesome sometimes, um, I look at, you know, what I write in Belhaven and how I feel when I'm working on Belhaven stuff and the situations and experiences that those songs are about. And I, it just makes me so angry. I get so angry at myself and, um, you know, I, I feel like a weakling. I feel, I feel, uh, disempowered. Um, and wither is my way of compensating for that, I guess. Um, you know, that wither, da- wither David is, is the compensation for that. So I hope that yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's very amazing. interesting, very, yeah. very interesting question. I got to say, but yeah, I hope that kind of gets there. Well, look, you're you seem to be popping up all over the place across the Australian music scene right now. The song you did with Terra needs to obviously get a mention as well. One thing that I really liked about it was that Cassie sings probably two thirds of the vocals, and then you come in and drop your verse. And it really reminded me of, I mean, not in style, but it's like that Gautier song, uh, somebody that I used to know, in that he's singing his part, and then Kimbra comes in and responds. Yeah, it was very intentional as well, like. Um, she actually asked me to do that. I, I don't know if my memory is serving me correctly, um, but I'm pretty sure it was about two years ago now. And she asked me to, to do this feature and we kind of talked about what my part should be lyrically. Cause she wanted me to write it, but I wanted to make sure that I knew exactly what I was sort of going for. And we actually wrote it, we kind of wrote it a little bit together um, toward the back end of it. The first half, I remember sitting at my desk and I wasn't really sure where to start. So I messaged her on Facebook and we kind of did some like role playing. I can't remember exactly how the conversation went down, um, but I just remember like having that very brief like five minute conversation with her, and then getting in the zone, and then drafting my part, and sent it to her, and then she tossed an idea back at me for like the back end of it, and I was like, that sounds awesome, and then it was done. And I'm so glad it's out. I love that song. There's lots going on for David De La Hoz. You need to jump on the bandwagon and get yourself involved. Uh, Bellhaven, Wither, whatever it might be, there is plenty going on. David De La Hoz, I love saying your name. Thank you for stopping by. All right, love you both. Take it easy, okay? Plenty happening in David De La Hoz's world, so jump on board on the bandwagon. And, Absolutely. Uh, choo-choo, ride that train, which is kind of segueing us into Engine 45, which is a song by the Ghost Inside. And a shout out to Jesse Dawes from the Factions commenting section who uh, wanted us to touch on this band, The Ghost Inside. Yeah, and so obviously, you know, we've seen them play their return show in California, in Los Angeles. And the the question that did come out of that was at the end, they did announce that they are working on new material. Correct. This is a It's a huge thing for this band to be working on, on new material. We all know the story that... You know, and the, the, the hardships they've been through, and especially the drummer, you know, working his way back to being able to, to be able to just to be on the kit. Yeah. Just to be there and play the songs that they play. And now we've got the word. They are working on new material. There will be a new album. They've got Jeremy McKinnon from A Day to Remember on this one as well, who's helping them out with it. And I'm going to go on. 
on a limb, a whim, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, go yep. out on a limb here and say this. I'm really looking forward to this more than I'm looking for the new Tool album. Uh, this, this to me, maybe waiting. This, this, yeah, correct. In the same way as yeah. people waited for Tool, exactly. But yeah. absolutely, I, I'm sure people will allow them the the leeway on the wait. Yeah, and I feel like everything they've been through will be expressed into music and then put on this release which will be one of the most heartfelt emotional roller coasters that you've that ever felt. That love's coming back. Yeah, that you've that ever loves coming felt back. when yeah. listening to an album. And that's one thing that I love about music, that it can transport us away from what's going on in our life. You listen to someone else's story, you relate to the music. Sure, not a lot of us can relate to the story. The, the direct part of that story, of yeah. The influences of what they've been through, yeah. But this album that they're working on is just going to be so brutally heavy and beautiful like in like one big kind of mashup kind of way yeah and i'm all for it like i i I, you know i would love to see these guys in concert i I wanted to go to that um californian show but it was just a situation of like too far too short time can't Mm. do it that kind of thing and you know they've said at the end of that show they don't know how many shows are going to be playing a year they don't know what they're going to be doing what the future and look that's just the fact that they're trying it yeah, it's so bloody good, and I think that's that's translating into the fans being very understanding and very giving of their money, their time, their you know, they the fans want to show their appreciation to the band Correct, that they're yeah. just that they're trying to make anything work and happen here. Like they didn't have to ever do another thing. That's right, yeah. Like, And everyone would have understood. Yeah, absolutely. But the fact they did, and it was a large-scale event, it was massive. Like, there were yeah. people from all over the globe wanting to get over there and see them, and everyone who did understands the situation they're in, and they just... I don't know. It was just one of those really... I think that's probably one of the most heartfelt moments of 2019 in heavy yep. music. That's definitely up yep. there. 100%. So, yeah, well, I think when that album finally comes to light and, and is released... I think we're going to see that record go into the stratosphere. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to get so much support and everyone's going to be on board. Does it have the potential to go number one like Slipknot? I would I, I'll hardly say yes. For sure. Exactly, yeah. I mean, like that's evident enough in itself that rock's not dead, metal's not dead. All of yeah. these mainstream outlets who keep jumping on the bandwagon saying rock's dead, the future is pop and, and R&B. It's, it's really not. First like, of all, up yours, Gene Simmons. Yes. Second of all, we're not your kind. Number one, taking out Ed Sheeran from the number one spot in Australia and in the US. It's gone bigger than expected. I didn't think. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I didn't think they could do it. I really did not. What? Even just here in Australia? Here in Australia, at least. I thought nah, at least no number way, two. Man. I don't know. Nah. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't feel. I felt hyped for this. Yeah. But it was like a nine out of ten, if that makes sense. Okay. Like the hype for Tool is obviously you know a thirteen out of ten. So at, at the moment, right? Two weeks ago. We saw Northlane come in at number three. So last week, we saw Slipknot come in at number one. I am going to wager we're going to see Killswitch Engage go top ten <gasps> oh, yeah. this week. Do you want to put a bet on that too? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think top ten's a pretty solid bet, to be I, honest. Yep, I, I'd say top five. If you were five. to say number one, I'd yeah. be like, no, I'm yeah. not wagering that. Look, but look it's, it's good. I'd say top five material because they've, totally. been, they've been really good with all of their releases so far. Yep. So. And um, then the following week after that is Tool. Wage War as well. And Wage War. So you might end up with four weeks in a row, heavy music in the top five. Which is just mental to think about. 
this this is the time. This is you want to talk about place. Rock is dead. Get effed. This yeah. is this is a beautiful time for our scene and, and what we are doing and and the bands we're supporting and more now more so than ever is the time to do it. Like if you're one of these people who has spoken about wanting to buy more band merch, albums, vinyl, whatever it might get be, get involved. Do it, do it because we are showing and proving that this is our our community, our group. We're supportive of everything that's in it, of the bands that we love. So yeah. you know we need to keep pushing it and 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 see how far we can get with this. Can you imagine, because in the past, like, heavy music has become, like, the highest highest and recognised um, oh, genre on streaming sites. Fastest but growing. That's it, yeah. yeah. So it's not just that we're buying albums, but hey, guess what? We're embracing streaming too. Correct, yeah. So there's just absolutely no evidence left to say that rock is dead. I, I, I hate the saying. It's it's very much alive. It's It's as alive as Keith Richards is. Which is, and you know, we got to think about what world we're leaving our children. <laughs> you know, like what our what world our children are leaving for Keith Richards. Correct, that's right. You know, it's going to happen, and it's going to be the greatest day in the world when that day finally comes. That our children get to the age of Keith Richards now, and he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is that he's doing in life, like put- just him and some cockroaches left <laughs> in, the, in the nuclear Armageddon. And speaking of Slipknot, we actually had. Local heroes, Void of Vision, and they'd covered Slipknot for a Metal Hammer cover CD. There was a whole bunch of people covering music from Slipknot's entire catalogue. And Void of Vision chose to cover Psychosocial, which is arguably one of their biggest singles. And a lot of hype and yeah. a lot of um, eyes you know, watching to make sure that they could do a great job of it. Yeah, yeah. And they did. They did, absolutely. It's it, fantastic cover. When I first heard it, I was like, whoa, okay. But it's not just Void of Vision. They've got Marcus Bridge from North Lane. Yeah. Sean, Sean Hermanis from, from yeah. Make Them Suffer. Yep. And Ryan Sue from Polaris. Polaris. Which all together showcase the quality of heavy bands that we have in Australia. Yeah. Which is... I loved this idea from Metal Hammer. I thought it was great. Get different bands from all across the globe to showcase that local area or that but country, it was that also kind of thing. on the cover of the Slipknot issue. The one that came out with yeah. it, yeah, as like a homage to the band and yeah. the album coming out and all that. Yeah. yeah. So it was all Slipknot all around. Yeah. Yeah. And really we, cool idea. And what a bloody thing to do. And and the, the outcome, there's many people who say it's better than the original. There's many that say it's on par. I've seen very little people criticizing it saying it was bad. Yeah. Another band who put out a song as well that needs a mention this week, Above Below. Um, they've been on my radar, yep. but haven't done much to sort of gauge my attention or play the songs on repeat more than what they have with this new song. Okay, well, hopefully this one gets you more on board and into the camp. They've been doing a lot of supports this year. They're getting some real talk and traction about them. The guys from Polaris are fans. They, they've, on their personal uh, Facebook pages and what have you, been sharing the guys' content. Giving shout-outs and, and, and all giving shout-outs yep, and saying yep. these guys are sick. The track dropped yesterday at Music Feeds, uh, the, the premiere of the new video. Uh, it's called Blood Wine, and uh, it, it showcases the heavier side of things from this band. The last single that they put out is a song called Labyrinth, and it's sort of showcased a, a more like a progressive sort of side to them yep. and uh, some different arrows in their quiver. But this one, it's super heavy. And uh, these guys, I think, you know, I I can see a similar trajectory with these guys with someone, you know, like campaigns I've worked for someone like 
you know, Polaris and, and Wind Waker. And yeah, yeah. Like, it just feels like there's something there bubbling up that's going to explode, which and is I think, really cool. I think and hope it's this song here. The video clip that goes with it as well, it, it's fantastic. It's, it's mm. not your typical, and this is in, in no way, shape or form, you know, pointing and laughing at bands who do this, but, like, it's not your typical band playing in a warehouse with dark lights and that kind of thing happening mm. in the background. There's more thought out process with this, which is great. So, I love they've matched the colours to the sort of emotions that are going yeah, on at, yeah. at that particular moment of the songs. Like the washes that they've put across it sort of match the the level of anger or, you know, or calm or whatever is going on uh, in that particular moment. Which then takes it from a listening experience to a visual, all-inclusive experience. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. And uh, the next, you know, band, and we've been talking about uh, this band for quite a while. They're also Brisbane legends, and it was lovely to see they've scored the Triple J feature uh, record all this week. Yeah, uh, it's a band called Wax. Yes, and two A's and an X. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> back off tangent. Um, Wax are great. Like the thing about them is you can't pigeonhole them in a specific category. I was about to say that you really can't pin them down into one genre, can nah. you? They're kind of like punk, indie rock slash like. Pop punk, even. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the single I Am came out and I thought that was a pop punk banger. So mm. I think that they've got such a great diverse range of, of sounds behind them. And this new album, Big Grief, really showcases what they've been working on for the past few years. To me, they seem heavier live. Yeah, that's... Um, a, yeah. For, for want of a better, better term, you know, it, it seems like they're getting be- best of both worlds here in that, you know, the live show is really quite heavier or, you know, sort of more intense and more, you know, there's a lot more screaming involved and, and all of that sort of stuff. But then they've kept a lot of that stuff restrained on the record, you know, and that keeps them in Triple J world. Correct, you know, yeah, and, yeah. But yeah. It's, not, it's not like they've completely popped it down Yep. where, you know, it doesn't sit where I play it on the faction. That's right, that yeah, sort of stuff. yeah. It definitely sits in our world as well. And they've got they've produced it in such a way that Triple J is across it as well, and and it fits in the same world as like a DZ Death Rays or a alongside yeah alongside well. any of those. Yeah, there's a couple of songs on the album I got to point out. I heard Violent Soho in there and the influence. It's another yeah, cool. great iconic Brisbane band. And from what you're saying as well about Wax being so diverse that they can be played on completely different radio stations. They've played multiple music festivals over the past year alone. Yeah. Splendor in the Grass, Unify, good things, you know. Make sure you get behind them. Their new album's out Friday. Highly recommend them. What's it called? Big Grief. Big Grief. And they're doing a Australian tour at the moment too. So if you get the chance to catch them, go do it. All right, I think that's about us. Uh, you can you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes and Spotify and all of that sort of stuff, and you can find our stuff uh, amongst all of the podcasts at the Handshake Media Network uh, on those platforms. There's and, so much to get involved with on there as well, too. Yeah, like if you don't enjoy two big blokes discussing metal, there is something for you. But yeah. if you're listening to this, then I kind of guarantee you're in the right spot. So yeah, stick around, smash that subscribe. Button. He's pricey. I'm brownie. We need to work that up for next week. Oh, yeah. Catch you next time. (laughs) You've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.